This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 149 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we are going to be diving into how to consistently create content for Instagram stories. One of the things that I have been noticing I just struggle with tremendously is I was having a really hard time remaining consistent, knowing that I wanted to have that 24-hour period, always having something in Instagram stories just made me feel really overwhelmed. And there were times where I would completely shut down and go silent on Instagram stories for a week because I felt like I didn't know what to put out. So over the last month or two, I have been working on a strategy that has changed the way that I approach my content. And I want to be able to share that with you so that you can start to feel more comfortable about the content you are consistently putting out on Instagram stories. Now, before I dive into this, I want you to hop over to the show notes because there is a download for you that is actually going to walk you through the questions that I ask you, as well as giving you a space to be able to write down the different ideas that would work best for you and your life. Because Instagram stories It's supposed to be about your life. It's supposed to be about you sharing the authentic you and what goes on from your day to day. It's supposed to be a story of your day, building your brand, building awareness of who you are and the brand that you represent. So make sure that you hop over to the show notes and grab that download. You're going to want to work this out on paper and be able to have it somewhere where you can refer back to it throughout the day when you're getting to that moment of, I don't know what to put up and I'm just going to shut down and not do it at all. This is going to help you get consistent and just go through a routine. For many of you, you know that I'm a former teacher. I thrive with a routine. Anytime you take me out of my routine, whether I am traveling, whether the girls are off for a day or it's summer vacation, I don't do as well because I don't have that consistent routine to my day knowing what is going on. And this is a time of year where it's so much easier to be in that type of routine, especially when you have your kids in school. So we are going to map this out for you to make it really simple and give you a strategic step-by-step of what you can be creating and doing for your content on your Instagram stories. Now, content on your blog or content on elsewhere is a little bit different, but Instagram stories is one of the fastest ways and doesn't have to take a ton of time of your day. I know that's what people get frustrated with is they feel like I'm constantly creating content, I'm always working, I'm always doing something and it's just overwhelmed. Well, Instagram stories makes it so that you can do it in 15 seconds total. If you were to do three to five stories in a day, it may take you 15 minutes. That's it. Probably not even if you, once you get really good at this, at being consistent and having a routine. Okay, so let's start with the idea of Instagram stories. Some of you may be really familiar with them, maybe using them. Maybe some of you haven't even started and you're just overwhelmed at what you need to be doing over there. So the way that a lot of people will talk about Instagram stories is that you're supposed to have a beginning, middle, and end to your story. Just like you would if you were to write content, you want a beginning, middle, and end. Here's the thing about stories though. It can be that beginning, middle, and end can be your day-to-day. 
So in other words, what does a day in your life look like? That's your beginning, middle, and end. You don't have to have this big buildup of um, this is what's going on, and this is the problem, and this is how I solved it, and then this is how we ended the day. It doesn't have to look like that. If you share something exciting, like you're asking them a question, or you do want to tie up the loose ends by the end of the day within that time period, but it doesn't need to be this big, huge production of making a beginning, middle, and end. So what I want you to do is I want you to start thinking of your Instagram stories. Again, Instagram isn't about driving traffic. It's about building awareness of your brand. So if we're building awareness, we are going to... that portion of what you're sharing on stories is about you. It's about your brand and what you represent. So what we need to start with is we have to start with our positioning. We have to go back to the idea of what makes you unique. And don't tell me that there isn't something that doesn't make you unique. I actually was having this conversation inside my Facebook group, Influencer Entrepreneurs, which is a free group. If you're not part of it, definitely get into that group because we're constantly having conversations in there. But I asked this question from a scale of one to five, how do you feel about the consistency of your content? And a food blogger that I know is coming to IEA, I have met her in person at another conference, said that she is terrible. She just doesn't feel consistent at all with her content when it comes to Instagram stories. And I kind of thought back and I have a pretty good memory. So I, after even after only having a conversation with her once, I knew that she had a food blog. But at the same time, I also knew that she was a private chef. She went into people's homes and cooked for them. And I asked her about that in the comments. I said, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't don't you do private like you're a private chef for other people in their homes. And she went on to say, yeah, that I do that, but um, I don't really want that to be a huge part of my business. And I was like, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. That's your day to day. That makes you unique. That gives you expertise. People are paying you or have, even if you decide not to do that side of your business anymore, have paid you in the past to be a private chef in their home. You, that's part of it. So if you're cooking at someone else's home or you're getting ready to go cook, that's part of what you can be sharing in your Instagram stories, what that looks like, what you're packing up. That's part of the day-to-day, but it also makes you really unique. So think about it. What is your story? What makes you unique? Now, on the download that you should have grabbed is a spot there that I want you to brainstorm what makes you unique. You really want to figure this out. Now, a lot of us will say, well, there's nothing. I really am just a mom and I do my thing. I always tell the story of one of my clients who was struggling with this. And she said to me, Jenny, I just don't know what makes me unique. And I looked at her and I just said, remind me again how many kids you have. And she looked back at me and said, Jenny, you know, I have nine kids. You know that you were one of the first ones that I told that I was pregnant with my ninth one. And I said, "Uh uh-huh. And where do they go to school again? And again, she got frustrated with me and said, Jenny, you know, I homeschool them. And I just kind of sat back. You know that Friends episode where you always watch Joey with that face where like, get there faster. That was the look that I was kind of giving her like, come on, let's, let's put those those lines, put the dots together here. And she looked at me and she goes, oh, I'm a homeschooling mom of nine. Said exactly. And to top it off, you do budget consultations because you know how to feed a family of 11. 
<laughs> on a $200 a week budget. That's what makes you unique. Now, some of us probably are thinking, well, I don't have nine kids. That doesn't, that's not me. That's okay. I don't have nine kids either, but there's something about you that makes you unique. And it could be the fact, like for me, it's the fact that I was a former inner city school district teacher. And because of that, I attract a ton of teachers. Many of you listening are probably teachers or former teachers because you know that I understand what it is like to be in the classroom. You know that when I teach you something, I'm going to break it down because I have that teacher brain. And you also know that I love routines because I was a former teacher, which you most likely do as well. So the things about you, the things that you've done in the past, where you grew up, all of that is a big piece of what makes you unique. So you have to get clear on that. The next thing you need to get clear on is who are you talking to? Who is your audience? Is it busy moms? Is it um, um, women that don't have kids? Or um, for example, I know on Instagram, I was talking with someone last night that is a, she's a wine blogger and her primary audience is Women and men, too, in their like 20s to early 30s that don't have kids yet, that want to understand more about wine and be able to go out on the, and, and impress people with their knowledge of wine. So her audience is different than someone else's, let's say, food blogger audience where it's co- about comfort food and um, maybe it's attracting that grandmother or whoever it might be. Think about who your audience is. That matters when you're creating content because the things that you're going to talk about should relate to them. And you're going to bring that in as part of your stories. The other question that you need to think about is what problem do you solve? I had someone else that I was talking to on Instagram stories after asking this question about how comfortable you are. And she was telling me that she really isn't comfortable. And I said, okay, well, what is the problem? She's like, I don't know what problem I solve. I just make recipes. And I said, hold on a second. Let's look at your tagline. Let's look about like what you what kind of recipes you create. And she talks about the fact that she's a stepmom. It's part of her tagline that she's a stepmom that's trying to break the overall impression that people that her son or daughter that is a stepdaughter of um, that typical traditional thought of like the step parent, right? So her idea is that she is solving the problem of making a meal that brings the family together so they can build their relationship to get out of that traditional Cinderella feeling of what a step parent is. And that's what you want to be talking about. You want to be bringing up those kinds of things. So those are the three questions that you need to answer. And they're right there on that worksheet. Now, the next piece of this with Instagram stories is that you, like I said in the beginning, I said three to five stories. That's what you're aiming to get. Three to five stories per day. It can be, it doesn't have to all be photos. It doesn't all have to be talking or video. You want to mix it up. You want to make it different things. And the thing about this too is that your stories don't have to be right then and there. If you're out with your kids and you're at the pumpkin patch, you want to be in the moment. You don't have to try to post all that stuff to Instagram stories. Take the photos and then upload it later when it's relevant or when it works in part of your day. Maybe it works the next day and you can talk about what you did over the weekend or what was funny about going to the pumpkin patch and what the kids learned or what you learned about your kids. Just remember, you want whatever you're sharing to be on brand. I, for example, 
We'll talk about, I'll talk about Charlie and my dog, Charlie. Some of you know who Charlie is, but I'm going to make sure. Um, I will talk about Charlie. I will talk about my girls. I'm going to talk a little bit about my husband. The reason I talk about those things is because I know people in my audience have dogs as part of their daily like interruption. The fact that he hasn't barked in the middle of this episode is <laughs> it's a huge deal because normally I'm always editing that piece out. But you want to talk about things that your audience can relate to you. And remember that all of these kinds of things, like the fact that I have Charlie and he's part of my every day, makes me more relatable, especially to those that have dogs, even though I'm a cat lover. Don't hate me. <laughs> okay. So here's what we're going to do in order to get those three to five stories. This is where on the worksheet, you're going to have a chance to brainstorm what your day is going to look like. Three of those stories, I want you to start with your routine. There are things that you do every single day that are just part of your routine of what you are due. So you're going to think about your morning routine, what you do in the afternoon, and what you do in the evening. I want you to brainstorm these things out so that you have them so you can remember to say, okay, I do this in the, in the, this is perfect shot that I can take, or this is a great video I can do in the morning. This is what I do in the afternoon. This is what I do in the evening. They're, they're right there. When you look at it as morning, afternoon, and evening, there's three pieces of content. So what do I, what am I talking about when I say routine? Well, for example, let's say your morning routine, every morning, maybe you're a food blogger, you're a healthy food blogger, and you start your day off with a smoothie. I want you to tell me about that smoothie. Why is it important? What's in it? Is it on the blog? All of those pieces so that it stays on brand and you can put it out there. Also, how does your, what is your day? Maybe it's not a smoothie. Maybe you start out with a work to workout. Maybe you do meditating. Maybe part of your morning is your commute. So if your commute is part of it, maybe the, the piece that you're going to share isn't necessarily your ride on the train, but instead you're going to do a screenshot, whatever podcast you're listening to, or work on whatever you're working on, whatever you're doing as part of that time of your commute, I want you to share that. So think about what are things that you consistently do in the morning afternoon and evening. So for myself, in the morning, you're going to notice that you normally always see a picture of Charlie, my Australian shepherd. And it's because that's part of my morning routine is to walk him. Um, I'm either meditating and he's next to me or we're out. I go out for a run. I come back. He's driving me bonkers. He makes it into my stories every morning because it's something that I know that I consistently can post. So that's why he is there. All right. The other part of your afternoon then, let's say that you are a mom blogger. Maybe your afternoon consists of kids. Okay. Maybe it looks like maybe one of your kids takes a nap every single day or even better, doesn't take a nap. Maybe you're going to show me his or her antics while she's supposed to be napping. Those are the kinds of things that consistently are happening every day. I would make something super simple and easy to just post a quick pic of him trying to climb out of the crib or throwing books or whatever it is that he or she is doing during that nap time when he's supposed to be sleeping. Think about those things that just consistently happen in your day. Another piece for me that is consistent, my afternoon isn't always consistent, so I kind of struggle there. But in the evening, not even evening, I would say mid-afternoon, I'm normally in pickup line 
twice a week for my daughters. So I will always have a tendency to normally do a quick couple slides while I'm sitting there. A lot of times they're talking head videos for me where I'm just talking to you and then I'm gonna summarize. Always remember that most people, about 80, 75 to 80% of the people watching Instagram stories do not listen with the sound on. So if you're gonna be talking, make sure that you summarize what you're saying with the text feature. Don't assume that I'm going to turn it on because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not. I'm swiping past you if you're just talking and I don't know what you're saying. So make sure that you summarize what it is that you're telling me. But that's part of my routine is sitting in pickup line and I'm going to do a quick like what's on my mind, what what am I thinking about? And that was honestly how this topic for the podcast came up. I realized that a lot of the conversations that I was hearing from people, from all of my audience, and also what I had struggled with the past month was that when I was out of my routine, it was so hard for me to post on Instagram. And when I was, it was much simpler when I could think about, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to share. Now, there are going to be those times where you just don't want to share certain things, but that's where you have those photos that are in your, your phone or things that you can pull from the blog that you can share then and there. Okay, so now once you have the three pieces of content from your routine for throughout the day to be able to pull, now you need to start talking about the problems that you solve and that you can talk about so that it's relevant and on brand for you. So for example, yesterday I was having a got to a point where I had been consistent in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I always kind of like get off being consistent. So I got on and started talking about that. And that's where this conversation where I had so many people um, messaging me saying, Oh, my goodness, yes, this is such a huge struggle for me. I have no idea what to put out there. What should it look like? And that's where this entire podcast episode has come from. Listen to your people. What are they asking you about? What are you getting comments on when you post something on Instagram stories? Do a poll. Make sure you're using all the features because the more you can get them to interact with you, the better off you're going to be. So think about the problem that you solve and try to talk about that problem. This is especially true if you have a lead magnet or freebie or opt-in, all three words mean the same thing, trying to get people onto your email list. If you have a solution or a product even, you should have an opt-in that is a freebie that you can offer to them. You should be talking about that, leading up to it so that you can say, hey, you want to grab my freebie? Send me a DM or even do a poll feature. Hey, you want the freebie? Yeah. Yes, no. And the ones that hit yes, you can then message and be like, hey, here's the download that you asked for and send them to a link that is now live in direct messages. Remember, you guys, you're trying to get them. There's been plenty of podcast episodes where I've talked about this, but I want to emphasize this again. You're trying to get them into your DMs. When you get someone to direct message you back and forth, what ends up happening is the algorithm favors your content now to that person. Your content is going to come up in the feed. Your Instagram stories are going to go to the front of the line. Those people you will notice will consistently now start to interact with you. So get them in your DMs. Okay, other pieces of content outside of our consistent three, not only just answering the problem, but you can talk, show, share fun milestones. These, I feel like, are the easy ones. We all seem to think, you know, we go on a vacation, we go to some fabulous place for a birthday party or whatever it might be. 
And these are the things that we like to share. But we don't want to consistently only be sharing the highlight reel. Don't just show me the perfect. You know, don't show me that your life is just all trips. If you're just coming in when your life is all trips, there's a problem. Because you're not giving your audience a chance to really connect with you. Because let's be honest, are you really going on a trip every single day? No, you're not. Unless you're a travel blogger and that's how you're making your living, you're not on a trip every single time. And if all you're sharing and content, your content wise is only your trips, you're not giving them a chance to relate to you because they're going to think in their head, yeah, I can't live like that. This is great to see these, but I don't really connect with her. I don't trust her because is she really on a trip every single day or is she reworking content, which is fine to rework content, but show them that you're at home too. Show them that you're in a coffee shop. Show them that you're out for a walk. Make it the realistic, the true, authentic, what a day in your life is like. Also, again, I want to make sure that I emphasize this because too many times I notice people not doing this. You should be talking about your freebies. If you are thinking of launching something, and I know a lot of you have been starting to really wrap your brains around, okay, I want to create a product. I want to have another stream of income. In order to do that, you need to have a list. You cannot launch a product to 50 people. You Let me take that back. You can launch a product to 50 people, but it is not going to do reach your expectations unless your expectations are out of 50 people, 2 to 8% of those people are actually going to convert. So really, you're going to get one person out of 50 maybe to actually convert and purchase your product. If that's your expectation, then fine, go ahead and launch to 50 people. But if you have higher expectations, you need to grow your list and give people an opportunity to really get to know you. So that's where you're going to be talking about your lead magnet, your freebie to get them on your email list. Another great thing is think outside of the box. It doesn't always have to be a download. I have an amazing client that is a nutritionist that I noticed she was posting on Instagram stories about this awesome, really cute sticker that she had, two different stickers. And she had put it on Instagram story and was like, hey, if you want one, send me your um, address, physical address, and I'll mail these to you. I immediately messaged her and said to her, please tell me you're getting the email addresses for all these people. And she kind of sent me one of those emojis where it was like hitting yourself in the head and said, yep, nope, wasn't doing that. So I told her, you get the email addresses. Like, this is a perfect opportunity. You say to them, hey, I'm going to put you on my list that you're aware of any time we're doing something else. You let them know that that's what you're doing or you do the sticker in exchange for their email address. You guys have to be building your lists. If what you're sharing is connecting with these people, build your list. Your Instagram could go away any day. I want you to think about that. What would happen if Instagram went away for you? What would happen if Facebook or Pinterest, any of these social media platforms, you guys, you do not own? You don't own them. So because of that, the only thing you own is your blog. But how are you going to get people to continually come back to it? You need to grow your list. You can send people to your blog via your list. That is the only thing that you own. So please, if you take anything away from this, please make sure that you start talking about your freebies in your stories. And if your freebie is terrible and you don't feel comfortable talking about it in stories because you're like, who wants this thing? This thing's terrible. Hey, 
Create a new one. Don't stand behind it. If you can't stand behind it and talk about it, that tells me that your audience is going to, you think your audience is going to think that it's crap. So it's time to create a new one. And there's plenty of content on the podcast about creating a lead magnet that is going to convert so that you can engage your audience. So make sure that you dive into that podcast. All right, you guys. This was a ton of information and I really think it's going to help you. It has helped me tremendously to be able to have a routine to my stories. So make sure that if you haven't already, that you pop over to get the download. If you see this out on social or if it's out on Facebook, just let send me a DM. You know, I love you in my DMs. Send me a DM. Let me know that you want that opt-in and I will send you directly to it so that you can make sure that you get it. This is something that's really, you can print that off, have it next to you, have it in your office or wherever you're going to be and be able to say, okay, yeah, let me get that out. Let me get this out. Let me get this out. Three to five. That's all I'm challenging you to do. All right. All right, you guys. I appreciate you all so much. Please make sure that if you're listening to the podcast, you have hit that subscribe button. I don't always tell you to do that because I just assume that you know to do that, but let's make sure we hit subscribe. And if you haven't left me a review on iTunes, please, I would love it if you would leave me a review. You guys, it helps me so much for other people to find me when there are reviews left. Plus, make sure you use your Instagram handle in the review because I will send you a little message uh, thanking you for leaving that review. Okay, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 